0: She's smart. He's sophisticated. He's well-educated. She's well-informed. She's a political nut. She's into science. He's into math. So many of us have heard labels, we've given labels, we've described ourselves as labels. But what does that really look like for us as human beings trying to be business owners, raise kids, being productive members of society what does that really look like and is it something that helps you or confuse you bewilder you define you what what does labels do for you if labels are just constraining you and constricting you and just making you feel as if you are less than this is the episode worth listening to we're going to kind of break down what labels are and more importantly how we can define ourselves in a meaningful and healthy way that helps not just us but everyone around us if you're interested in that kind of conversation stay tuned after this short break and we'll get straight to it hey 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 and welcome to the introverted entrepreneur podcast my name is denise lee and i'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions i specifically work with business owners entrepreneurs leaders executives but i'm here right now in the space to work with you as a human being because for too many of us we've never really found a place and a space Where we can let our guard down and be open about who we are in our struggles and why we feel the way we feel right now, given our life circumstances and everything that has happened to us. I want you to know that this is a safe place where I'm not judging you or where you've come from or what you've done, but I'm glad that you're here. And if this is your very first time listening, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button. That way, when I drop an episode, which is usually Monday, Wednesdays, or Fridays, you'll be able to listen to it lickety-split. And you have been listening. If you have been enjoying this, please, let's get connected via social media if you haven't done so already. The best place to find me is on X Twitter, at Denise G. Lee. There you'll read some very unfiltered, straight-to-the-point commentary about communication, love, knowing yourself, healing, personal development, all the things that are designed to help you become a better and happier person. If you desire it for yourself. Also, if you haven't done so already, mosey on over to my website, com, where if you like what I'm saying, you're definitely going to like what I write about. I go really into the depths of all the things you should have heard from your therapist or your mother 25 <coughs> plus years ago so that you can be able to finally wake up in the morning and feel rejuvenated in the fact that you are existing and you're breathing you your living and not so much because you have things to do or money to make or people to see or n- deals to negotiate. We're going to be able to live apart from those things so that we can be able to finally enjoy ourselves. The reason why a lot of us are so miserable in our lives is because we have been defined by these labels and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But I just just I just want to say that you are more than just your works. And also, while you're on DeniseGlee.com, check out my life script. It's on the banner of my website. It's a free 10-15 minute quiz. It will help you to understand what rules, procedures, ideologies you may have inherited from your parents, your society, from your culture, because for a lot of us, We haven't really understood ourselves until we identify what has influenced us. So go ahead, check that on DeniseCheeLe.com. You can also inquire about working with me, all that fun stuff. So let's get into today's episode about labels. You know, have you ever felt weighed down by a label? Someone stuck on you. You know, imagine this being placed in a little ball and being squeezed all around. And that's what you are encapsulated in that meaning. And when I mentioned kind of earlier, she's smart. She's sophisticated. He's dumb. He's whatever. And, but we also use other labels, like our political affiliations. I mean, wh- what happens when someone says the word Democrat? What values? What ideologies? What beliefs comes around that? Or here's another one. You ready for this? Republican. I mean, some people when they hear certain words, certain political ideologies, they tense up or they might feel elated. I may mean, proud. Some some of us have been labeled things that we don't even quite understand. And as a result of that, we follow paths that don't even really align with us. What if you are labeled as a scientist when you're really an artist? What happens if you're really an artist at heart, creative, and you're forced to be a scientist and strict and linear and logical? What happens if you have a constant reminder of not meeting expectations of that label? What happens to you when when you don't meet up to it, you're labeled as crazy or stupid or slow or worse. And based on how you feel about yourself, those labels can really get to you. And as I mentioned earlier, what those people, well-meaning people, parents, friends, they, they use those labels over and over and over again. And you're afraid of losing their love, but you still hold on to that label. What does that do to your mental health? What does that do to your body? Flooding your system full of cortisol and norepinephrine and and all these stress hormones trying to figure out the best way to appease them, knowing deep down that label doesn't really assign to you, doesn't really belong to you. And we live in a a, a culture that laws, glorifies labels. And the reason simple is because we we don't want to take our time and analyze and think through that takes time. And if we analyze and we think through some things, it might challenge our beliefs and our assumptions, our value systems. We can't afford that. So we as a society come to the quickest, most efficient way of summing up someone based on that label, you know, and we do it all the time. All of us, myself included. Have you ever gone to a public place and you see someone that's dressed a certain way and you're based on the way they look in that snapshot of time, if they look disheveled or they look put together or whatever they look like, you're, th- you're making assumptions about their education, their background, their mental health, their economic financial situation where we don't know if that person robbed a bank last week and went to the Gucci store and had a good old time we don't know anybody's background but because we've been trained to use labels all the time we make these snap decisions based on things Where well, we think that if a lot of people are using labels certain attributions linked to certain characteristics of people that must be too but is it and you know as I was thinking about what I wanted to say with you this moment, I was thinking about this idea of labels and food. You know, <laughs> I in a pers- uh, former life, I was a medical exor- space- exercise specialist, which is basically a fancy word for a personal trainer that works alongside doctors and physical therapists. But anywho, one of the things that always kind of fascinated me was this idea of nutrition, because it integrates with your your physical wellness because it's tantamount like, would you put diesel in a gas, a regular gasoline car? Well, it's quote unquote fuel, but how long can you drive it without it knocking noises and destroying your engine? Well, so it goes with what the things that we eat. And so we use food labels when we go to the grocery store to help us guide us to, okay, What should we be eating? Why should we be eating stuff? Because we think that we can just take the guesswork and just rely on the intelligence of the label to tell us what is good and what is not good to eat. But think about it. What labels are you picking up and looking and running with that when you eat aren't good for you. And, and just bear with me. I want to, We're going to go back to labels about you, okay? But I just want to just give an analogy for us to really dive down to labels are being thrown out left, right, and center, but are they even helpful or real? Like, for example, you've seen packaging that says it's light. The, the packaging says it's light, lighting calories or whatever. But light pro- products, for example, are processed to reduce either calories or fat. But some of those products are simply watered down. What about multigrain? You hear that all the time. Multigrain cereal, multigrain blah, blah, blah. And it sounds healthy, but that only means that a product contains more than one type of grain. And uh, a couple more, a couple more. I just want to just really drive this one down is organic. We all hear about stuff that are organic, but did you know there's four different types of organic? 100% organic, organic made with organic ingredients and specific organic ingredients like so when we hear those labels if we don't think about it they are misleading us and if we're mis be misled we might be being dragged to careers relationships business deals that aren't aligned with us or our values or anything that really matters to be honest with you so we're being misled we are let's think about another way expired labels think about the labels that once belonged to you but don't do not longer apply like for example I, huh, for many 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 years growing up i was labeled as slow as as stupid as anxious and as i kind of mentioned earlier with you that maybe that might have been you and that brief snapshot that brief instant of who we are in that moment but just like the facets of a diamond there are many many different parts of us that shine depending on how the light hits us or how certain circumstances hit us but that doesn't necessarily define us or who we are, or what our values are, or our virtues, because even at our our best, we can still mess up. Our fear, our anxiety, our all these other competing forces in our mind can rob us of our clarity to the respond in the way that even we know is the best. But if we are labeled with things that were representing us, and that brief second of time, we're using that expired label. And I don't know about you, but when stuff expires, it's when you think about food, it's like it's rotten. It's gross. It's unsafe. It's not advisable. But are you having an expired label on yourself? Are you labeling yourself something that doesn't really belong to you? You know, one of the things that I know is going to offend a whole bunch of people, but here we go. I'm just going to say it right now. There's a lot of us right now who are labeling themselves as, I have ADHD, only a small percentage of you guys truly have a chemical imbalance whereby stimulus can actually help you to slow down and focus. The majority of you guys have trauma symptoms that have never been addressed. And we use these labels to get have short bypasses to avoid what's really lurking behind the surface. But because we're using this this label that doesn't address the real issue, that may have may have been true given the diagnostic tools that were available to you at that moment. We're making conclusions that cause us to associate with certain people, not pursue different dreams. Give us a quote unquote, we think a a buyout from examining things that are really important in our lives. Are you labeling yourself by things that help you avoid the real pain that's within yourself I really want you to ask yourself that question because for so many of us we have enablers all around us (laughs) because enablers are awesome when I say enablers people that help us avoid deny suppress uh, repress all the things that are lurking within us that are scary and just think about a jack-in-a-box. Hey, remember when you were a little kid, there was like a little jack. And then when you cranked up, there was a little, there was a little side cranking. If you crank it up with enough pressure and force, it'll pop up. Well, with enough bad stuff happening with, with our kids or our businesses or our relationships or whatever else we've got going on, if we put enough pressure on it, <makes sound> are we popping in areas where we're trying so much to stay control? Are we popping in stressful situation with our partner? Romantic or platonic or business partner? Are we popping and with our kids? Are we popping with our neighbors? Or have you ever seen people having angry outbursts with their neighbors? Do you really think the beef is around the neighbors? Or you think the beef is around stuff that's inside of them that they can't handle their business? because they're afraid of what gets revealed when they start dealing with those inner issues. And if I had to put my mu- my my bottom dollar on it, I would definitely say it all goes back to our identity. It all goes back to what we think we are, who we think we need to seek approval from, and why we feel like we need to exist. And... For me, as I think about it right now, I've had a lot of people that I felt like I had to be certain things in order to validate my existence here on planet Earth. I mean, we care about people. So we we want to show that we care about them through our behavior. And that means, if necessary, doing certain things to live up to the label that they labeled ourselves or where she's a straight A student Oh, she's a great athlete, or he's a great debater, or whatever it may be. You know, in my case, my father called me his serf. And I didn't know until I was 21 years of age that it meant slave. And when I think about it, he treated me like one. And because we have people that's really influential in our lives, we either struggle so much to meet those labels, or we try to rebel against them. And I think about one other particular client that huh, it. she was suffering from oppositional dis, uh, disorder. And basically, it was a fancy way of saying, I'm doing a giant F you to my life in order to uh, make my parents afraid ashamed intimidated about my life choices because I was so afraid as a child and now as an adult I'm not trying to do anything that you want me to do even if it's for my best well interest even if it's going to help me in life like I don't care you I I, I had so much anger and pain I couldn't resolve it so it's going to manifest through self-destructive activities or just doing anything that can keep me isolated or doubling down on self-harming things and it looked like not getting married to someone that she she wanted to have a long term relationship because her parents overemphasized getting marriage, getting married. She didn't want to do that. It manifested. And when she was starting to do certain things in her business, when her parents said she was proud of her, she started self-sabotaging, showing up late for meetings, important business events. I mean, it we don't do it consciously oppositional disorder is an unconscious thing. And I've talked with many, many clients over the years, as I sit and I listen to their stories, that they're not trying to ruin their life, but they're really trying to shame their parents through their actions as adults. This rabbit hole goes so deep. And if that's something that you want to explore with me, you know, you can we, we can work with each other. Just go on my website, com. But anyway, the whole point I'm trying to make of all this is so many of us are inadvertently ruining our lives, ruining our our goals for ourselves and our lives because of these labels. And if that's you right now, if you're like, I'm tired of being defined as certain things that don't really represent me. Don't really represent the totality of me. Like for example, there's some so many women do this is they give themselves a label as a mother or they give themselves as being less than because they don't have the title of mother or wife or other certain things and for guys too the label of being successful or not the label of being uh, uh, striving or achieving or whatever that label is for you if that is suffocating you because you feel like you can't live up to what that looks like according to the standards of the people around you the standard of the people who quote unquote showed you the the golden rule the golden bar of how to meet the being that label and you're exhausted then this is where we're going to be talking about right now I have five steps for how we can break free from those labels and finally to start living life the way it's meant to be and not from a place of insecurity doubt and Anxiety. So I'm going to say them all real quickly and then we're going to go through each one a a little bit more depth. And this is a great time to write something down if you have something to write down with. Or if you don't have something to write down, at least take a mental note about which area do you feel stuck in. Because it's not enough just to listen to this podcast episode, nod your head and say, awesome, that's great. But I want you to have action. Action creates transformation and transformation changes hearts and values for you and you alone. Okay. So. Number one, see where you're drained. Put words to it. Two, identify how it's constricting you. Three, ask yourself if the label belongs to someone else. Four, find your worth apart from your works. And lastly, five, grounded. stay grounded in your values and beliefs. So let's talk about number one, see where you're drained. I've I've seen this all the time where people, they say, well, I'm a mother and they got their mom shirt and they're talking about all the places they're shuttling their kids to and they are, when they look at the calendar, every single thing revolves around Junior or the little miss in the house. And you're more or less being a slave to your kids who are literally going to leave your house, hopefully at 18. But now now as I'm recording this in 2024, that's that's damn sure expired up to age 35 and beyond. And for some cultures, you guys live in multi-generational households. But if you actually want to live out have your kids leave and cleave you, then I don't really see that as a viable solution of having your identity completely wrapped around the label of parent. I want you to see how you're drained. Do you just wake up and just feel exhausted at the idea of the calendar of all the things that you have to do? Are you feeling overwhelmed at the that fact that you are the single source of the your child's form of activities? If you drop dead tomorrow... Do you relish the idea that your kid will be successful, or do you feel at, at ease uh you don't feel at e- at ease because you think, "Oh my goodness, i this kid can't do anything without me." See where your drain. Is it coming in forms of anxiety? Is it coming in in the form of constant worry? Is it coming in the form of irritation and frustration? I don't know. You know your situation better but you have to put words to it. Do you feel anxious? Do you feel worried? Do you feel stressed? Do you feel frustrated? What does that look like? And then I want you to, number two, identify how is it constructing you? Is it constructing you in your ability to grow and scale your business? Is it constructing you in terms of having more relationships with people that don't wear diapers? I don't know. You need to think about that for yourself. And I and I know, like, I'm not, okay, I'm a mother too. I'm a mother too. So I'm not trying to ride on you and say that. I don't know what it's like to feel a sense of joy and pride of shaping and molding a little human being to be a successful adult. But in the process of the label of mom, we try to make ourselves gods over people that ultimately will have to find their sense of autonomy apart from you. And that goes the message for you as dad. And if you're not a parent listening to this. Some, so many of us as business owners, we try inadvertently to do that with our, our people. We try to be little gods over their people. We're like, oh no, they're never going to leave us. They're going to be a superstar employee for the next 20 years with us. They're going to grow up. When, when we become a multinational company, they're still going to be our EXO or whatever else that they're working and in in their role with us right now. But my question to you is, is that healthy or even advisable. And that's the construction. Ask yourself, is that is that thought limiting you and them from growing? Okay. Let's move into number 3. Ask yourself if the label belongs to someone else. When when we label ourselves something, even even as a business owner, where it's a it's literally a one-dimensional thing. But when we think about it, we were usually inspired to do certain things based on the opinions and the values of the people that are closest to us. And you have to ask yourself right now in this season of your life, is this label really mine? I'm really owning it. I love it. You know, I, I can live, eat, breathe, sleep, poo. <laughs> Sorry, I was just getting a little vulgar here. If, is this all we can do? Because it just gives us momentum and excitement to just do the next thing and the next thing over and over again? Or is it doing it because we are fearful of losing the love of someone that's near and dear to us that is doing what we're doing? You know, this is where I get real and honest and say that when I, before I married my husband, I did a lot of things. I liked a lot of activities that really were the interests of whoever I was dating at the time but if I had to be totally honest with you I didn't really like it or was interested in it think about certain sporting activities I'm thinking about certain other activities that I did I didn't really care for it I didn't really want to do it but I wanted to be with that person and if that required faking it until I make it then that's what I wanted to do because apart from that person I couldn't find who I was. And is that what you are right now? Are you associating with the people who you think are cool? Are you thinking the people who are giving you a time and attention and you just feel like as if the only way that you can hold on to that relationship is through being a little mini version of them in that particular area. And I just want to let you know that if, while imitation is the highest form of flattery, it's terrible for your self-esteem and your self-worth. You have to find your identity apart from the other person. And that includes labeling yourself with things that that's not even really you, to be honest with you. And that kind of leads me into this idea of finding your worth apart from your works. So many of us are doing and saying things because we're afraid if we're not viewed as productive people if we don't wake up and have this full-blown clowner of things on the hour, every hour, then we're somehow lazy and inept and incompetent. At least I'm thinking about my own past. I can't talk about you. But for a lot of us, we live in a, we are immersed around people. We live in a culture that emphasizes over and over and over again. If you're not, checking off these boxes or getting these degrees or having these amount of followers or having this amount of stuff in your life then somehow your your life is not important that you're not doing anything meaningful is that you right now are you trying so hard to live up to the standards of what you've heard other people say represents a meaningful person you know as i'm recording this in 2024 one of the biggest names in entertainment right now is taylor swift and i know you might be a taylor swift fan right now i i don't i don't know and this is not to degrade taylor swift or anyone who loves Taylor Swift. but there is going to come a time where there's going to be someone else that's going to be more popular and more important than taylor swift I'm old enough to remember when um, certain people were a household name like Pee-wee Herman. Pee-wee Herman who? People come and go. People come and go, but we have to find our value aside from what we, the things that, the virtues of what we think is successful. Because as culture changes, values change and what we law changes. And if we're only just about our works and what we do. Like for example, I I, I would hope to God that Taylor Swift doesn't want to tour for the next 50 years cuz that wears your body down. Okay? She may enjoy it. I'm not saying that she doesn't right now, but there comes a see, a part in your a, a season, a time in your life where you have to ask yourself, do I still want to keep this up? Am I more than just an entertainer? am i more than just a business person or more just a parent or friend or wife where can i can i break free from that and that's why you have to find your worth apart from your works and for me i view myself as a child of god that's my label and the best day i'm a child of god i'm the worst day i'm a child of god but what are you what are your idea of worth and i Really, really, I, as I say this, I want you to ask yourself can you can you find a label for yourself that's apart from anything a man created? Are you a a being in the universe are you a- a, a collective of, of of souls part of souls i don't care what it is if you're religious or don't have a religion or whatever it is, but find something that can define you that it's not created by someone because people are fickle they're subject to change their their minds at any given moment it's just all sorts of hot mess if you're trying to find your value in a person or in a political group or anything that's created by people okay and lastly stay grounded in your values and beliefs now, here's the thing a lot of people are Always going to say stuff that's going to rattle your cage. They're going to say stuff about, well, are you sure you want to be blah blah blah? Or are you are you thinking that you're blah blah blah? And as a result of that, it can cause you to doubt yourself, and that doubt can lead to insecurity, and it leads to anxiety, it can lead to overwhelm, it can lead to burnout because you're, it's like you're always trying to chase something that you can't quite catch. That may be you right now, but when we're grounded in who we are. Apart from what anybody can say, we can finally find satisfaction in knowing, you know what? Even if nobody likes it, I showed up and I was doing the best thing for me and what I believe in. Because if we're trying to find validation in human beings, good luck. Because they are fickle and they they will change their mind on a drop of a dime for any reason or no reason at all. So we got to find ourselves and our identity and our virtues or our our beliefs could be spiritual could be religious don't care what it is you could be and pragmatism like I, i don't care what you believe in but i want you to believe in it and drill down hard in it and it can't be from what anybody has has to say now obviously we're going we're being influenced by people no doubt by everyone around us but if we're not finding this core sense of who we are in our identity, apart from our trauma, apart from our businesses, apart from our roles and duties that we service as, as a human being interacting with other people, we're doomed to depression. And so as you're listening to this, I want you to think about what are you going to do right now to uncleave from values that don't even apply to you anymore, or things that, or you thought mattered, but when in reality, you were just trying to people-please and trying to accommodate people that are around you? Are you brave enough to identify it and let it go so you can finally live a life that's well-meaning for you? Only you can decide that. Well, as I said all of this, I want you to ask yourself this idea of what does it look like to be me minus the labels? I love, um, have you ever watched the show that's so Raven and what's the name of the actress Raven Simone? And I remember she had this really uh, interesting, poignant interview with Oprah and Oprah asked her, do you define yourself as gay? Or do you find yourself as black? And she said, I identify myself as a human being. I um I can't even say, I know I'm from Louisiana. That's what she said. I know that I have different things mixed up to, in me, but I can't really specifically label myself that. And I'm more than just my sexual orientation. Can we label ourselves above and beyond what people try to label us so that we can finally be at peace and ease with who we are? Something to think about. Well, as always, I enjoy conversations. If you enjoyed this conversation, make sure that obviously you share this podcast episode. Send me a message on X Twitter. If you're on Spotify, you can do send me a message too. Write your comments. Uh, send me a voicemail message, anchor.fm. Make sure you let me know in the beginning or the end of the message if I have permission to air your thoughts on the upcoming podcast episode. Well, that is it. Thank you so much. Make sure you hit that follow subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And with that being said, take care and be awesome.